Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. Thanksgiving is a time where we gather together with family and friends and express gratitude towards all of the people, relationships, situations, and other things that we've been blessed with. It's also the official kickoff to the holiday season where we continue the celebration with parties, dinners, events, and other festivities over a six-week period. During this time, many people gain weight. And yes, it's an ugly truth, but it's much easier to gain those pounds than to lose them. This is why over the holidays, I encourage my clients to try to maintain their current weight as best as they can so they don't have to do so much extra work come January. I don't expect you to lose weight. It's even okay if you gain a little bit of weight. I just want to help mitigate the typical body fat gains that occur over the holidays. That being said, I am not the kind of trainer that wants you to make sugar-free sweet potato casserole or baked skinless turkey breasts, gluten-free kale stuffing, and mashed cauliflower as a miserable substitute for mashed potatoes. I also don't want you missing family time to try to get a workout in. What I want to help you find is a healthy balance where you can enjoy the foods you like and even go over your calories on some days, but rein it in and eat normally on the other days of the week. I also want you to take unplanned rest days when something comes up, but get back into the gym and hit it hard the next day. Along with my workout partner and health coach, Rebecca Reefsnyder, we get into some practical info on how to find balance this Thanksgiving and help set you up for success with your fitness goals for the remainder of the year. All right, so Thanksgiving is this week, and we're back in the studio. And by studio, I mean our office with people bouncing basketballs outside of it in case that's bleeding through. We're back here with Rebecca Reefsnyder, who is a health coach and personal trainer certified through the American College of Sports Medicine. And we're going to go through some strategies about Thanksgiving, but kind of the way that Thanksgiving kicks off the entire holiday season, where people tend to kind of let things go for six weeks or try to focus too hard on things and miss out on the enjoyment portions that come along with the festivities over these six weeks. So we're gonna start with Thanksgiving, Rebecca. Yes. And uh, let's say I'm your client mm-hmm. and I'm currently trying to lose weight. I have some fitness goals. What is your strategy, your, your blanket strategy that you typically give to people when it comes to Thanksgiving? Um, well, I help them, as with any goal, try to set some realistic goals over the course of Thanksgiving and the holiday season. So thinking about Thanksgiving, one of my big recommendations is enjoy yourself, but enjoy yourself on Thanksgiving. Don't let it Thanksgiving turn into Thanksgiving week where yeah. you kind of indulge on <laughs> certain foods, you know, for the course of the week or extending over for um you know, several days afterwards. I know leftovers are very yummy, yeah. but um but again, allowing yourself to enjoy the time with family and enjoying those special foods that you only get, you know, a couple times a year. Yeah. Um, everything th- in moderation. Yep. I think that's, and that's what I said in the intro here, is that's the same thing that I approach it with, is that you can't, like, you can't be realistic about trying to diet. If right. you're in the middle of a diet over Thanksgiving, you're going to end up 
eating some disappointing foods or eating some very miserable portions mm-hmm. uh, and or end up overdoing it and feeling bad about yourself. If you allow right. yourself, give yourself permission to enjoy that meal mm-hmm. and understand that it's that meal or kind of that day and then get right. back on track the other days, it helps out. So right. like for you personally, what do you do when it comes to like your breakfast or do you all eat like Thanksgiving at lunch with your family? Yeah, we usually eat around one-ish, uh, late lunch. Okay, so are you going to eat like, do you typically eat your normal breakfast and normal morning snack before that meal? I typically eat my normal breakfast because I wake up very, very hungry every day. And okay. if I weren't going to eat anything, or if I would eat less for breakfast, I would be so starving by 1 o'clock that I'd eat everything in okay. sight. Um, <laughs> so I typically eat my regular breakfast. I try to either skip my morning snack or eat something that's low in calories and high in high fiber. fiber. Okay. Um, and then... My lunch is my big meal, where typically during the regular a regular day, dinner is more of my is my bigger meal. Yeah. I have more calories at dinner, so then I kind of flip flop things and okay. eat significantly less than later in the day to try to even everything out. But yeah. I don't calculate it specifically. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Don't don't weigh and measure yeah. on Thanksgiving, <laughs> like sitting around like trying to weigh your mashed right. potatoes. Yeah, I typically do a normal breakfast or maybe a little bit less carbs at breakfast and then my morning snack I'll probably make it a little more high protein because like turkey's delicious but I like all of the carbs so much at Thanksgiving so we were talking about stuffing earlier which you can tear up some stuffing (laughs) I could probably take a bath in sweet potatoes and mashed potatoes and do you ever have you ever had oyster stuffing I love oyster stuffing, but we don't make oh, that okay. at my dad makes oyster stuffing, and that's my favorite. And you got to have that and some of the stuffing that was in the bird. Oh, yeah. So my plate is primarily carbs, and then there's all of the dessert stuff. So I know that my carbs are taken care of for the day. Right. So typically I try to go a little lower carb in the first two meals in the morning. And then for – so do you actually – whenever your family is done eating – do you guys do leftovers for dinner? Usually, or? yeah. Okay. So sometimes we do that. Other times um, I'll do like turkey on a salad or eat more fruits or vegetables right. with my dinner meal. Yeah. Um, it's also helpful that you and I are on a bulking cycle during <laughs> Thanksgiving this year, which I'm so excited for. <laughs> that is nice. So we don't have to worry too much. But yeah. for people who are trying to, to wash their weight, um, they don't have to – overanalyze it but just look at your total calories that you're taking in every day Mm -hmm. and know that you're going to be eating more on thanksgiving but if you know that you really like eating the carbs or if you're like a gravy and butter fiend and you're going to blow up your fat uh macros at that meal then maybe you could just dial up or down the other macros in the other meals around it because we we were just looking up averages for what people eat on thanksgiving and saw that the average is 4,500 calories and that's 229 grams of fat, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it said? Yeah, yeah, that's what it said. So that's, that's pro- for most people, double what they should take in in a day. At least. So the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. what's your recommendation for your clients? Just go back to your regular everyday routine. Yep. So don't... So, so don't try to, to do an all-juice cleanse the day after? No. Okay. No. Shoot, um. I had all my skinny tea packed up and ready to go. <laughs> No, I'd, I mean, it's it's one day, and yeah. if you think about weekends, you know, over the course of your year, there's probably been some Saturdays or Sundays when you didn't exactly follow your the diet that you yeah. had planned out, and you had some extra calories, and you, you know, ate, for me, ice cream or pizza, or, yeah. you know, had a couple more drinks than you would usually, yeah. so 
yeah, Thanksgiving's just another one of those days where okay. you went a little bit overboard, but you gave yourself permission and you allowed yourself to go, to go overboard. Over. It's not like you blew your diet. Yeah. You gave yourself permission to enjoy something, and so now you're just back into the regular routine again. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of times when people weigh themselves a lot, which I'm okay with weighing yourself every day if you are looking at a weekly average. Right. If you weigh yourself once a week and you have a bad day before your weigh-in, it, it might totally throw off the way right. that you're thinking about your diet. So, um, But some people don't even like to weigh themselves. They just like to see you know, how their clothes feel or something. Mm-hmm. So um, either way, if you do weigh yourself and you see yourself up four pounds after Thanksgiving, right. so how many, how many calories, just so everybody knows, how many calories are in a pound of body fat? 3,500. There we go. So if I am supposed to eat 2,000 calories in a day, and I eat 4,500. Right. That's an excess of 2,500 calories. So and could I gain a pound of body fat in one day by eating an excess of 2,500 calories? No. No, it's not physiologically possible. So, Rebecca, where's that other weight coming from? Water weight. Yep. And food weight. Yeah. The weight, yeah, the sheer weight of that food sitting in your colon. Not to be gross, but yeah. And, and I mean, it's not like that the foods that we eat at Thanksgiving are super low salt. No. So you have the, the water retention plus... Uh, glycogen, the, the yeah. sugar within your muscles has a weight and mm-hmm. it's in your liver and you're, you're pretty much topping off those stores with the yes. amount of carbs you're taking in. So yeah, a yeah. lot of that weight, that's not actual weight. So when people think, I gained five pounds at Thanksgiving, you didn't. It no. was, a lot of that's this, that, that other stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, like you said, when people turn this into a Thanksgiving and then the the day after they're doing t- their leftovers and the days after that and after that. So what's your strategy when it comes to leftovers for your clients or you? Well, for me personally, I just try to fit it into my macros. So okay. if um, we have turkey and mashed potatoes and my family typically has green beans, yeah, if that's basically what I eat and as a dinner. I have my protein and my starch, starch and then and vegetables. vegetables. Okay. So then I just eat those things in the portions that I would to fit my macros. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And then it, it all fits. I mean, I don't have that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I typically have my regular breakfast, lunch, and snacks, and then my dinner I just have the leftovers, but in portions that would fit. Okay, so you're not eating the, the Thanksgiving stuff all day. No. See, that's what I don't, yeah, I, the day after Thanksgiving, I would like to have it for maybe one meal I'll do yeah. leftovers, and it's the same thing. I'll have my typical por- portion of protein, typical portion of carbohydrates, and then making sure I get the vegetables with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's a good way of still, you're getting the taste of those things that you only get once a year around right. this time. But you're not overdoing on the calories. Right. Because we were talking earlier about this when we were working out, about the enjoyment and not tying so much the amount of food that you're eating with the level of enjoyment that you're getting out of the meal. Exactly. So so let's talk about during the meal itself. Yes. Obviously, we said before, it's okay if you're going to eat more than usual. That's just going to happen. But... Uh, let's talk about the other things surrounding the food when it comes to Thanksgiving that's probably more important. Well, I think family is one of the yes. biggest things most for most people around this time. You know, you gather your family together and you have a meal together. Yeah. For some family, I mean, my parents personally made it a priority that almost every dinner we ate and sat down together yep. and yeah, ate as a family. Um, but I know for a lot of families that's not the priority, but when it yeah. comes to Thanksgiving, it is. You have everybody together. So taking the time to talk to each other, to enjoy each other's company, um, 
and that will slow down the eating process too. Yeah. <laughs> so that you're not <laughs> just sitting there, not talking, just shoving food in your mouth, and you're finished up your plate in five minutes. Yeah. You, know, that you have a tendency to eat more the faster that you're eating. Yes. Because what what is the time between first eating food and your hypothalamus signaling that you are full? Is it close to 30 minutes? It's something like Something that. around 30 minutes yeah. from the time you start eating to the time that your body can tell you that you're done eating, eating. which right. is why if you eat super fast, you can just keep eating, and then you realize 10 minutes after your meal, I ate too much. Right. Because how many people, you know, pass out? <laughs> yes. I'll raise my hand with no one seeing. Pass <laughs> out after Thanksgiving because you ate too much. You ate way too fast. Fast, exactly. Yeah, so I that, that think that's another thing with it is you enjoy the taste of the food, enjoy the foods, but it's not just about the food, obviously. Right. And we talk all the time with our clients about not using food as a reward because mm-hmm. it's just like with exercise, you need to have a healthy relationship with food. And I think a healthy relationship with food means spending more time with the family and not worrying so much about your diet, not saying, well, uh, is this stuffing gluten-free? I can't. Right. <laughs> Unless you have celiac disease, then you probably need to make sure of that. But um, yeah, yeah so, so spending the time with the family, eating slower, enjoying that whole time because it's the whole experience. It's not just right. the food. Yeah. And experiencing the food too. If you're yeah, true. eating your, you know, your plate of stuffing with just one mouthful after the other, and not actually taking the time to chew it and to taste it, yeah, you're not going to to enjoy it as much. But if you have a smaller portion, but you take your time eating it, your level of enjoyment may be actually higher than it is if you ate a bigger portion no, really quickly. True. Yeah. Now, here's the big question, Rebecca. Can your food touch on your plate on Thanksgiving? On I Thanksgiving, it... I don't have much choice. Okay. Because um, I do like so many different things that I'm trying to fit as much on my plate as I can. <laughs> uh, but I do try as best I can to keep it in its separate <laughs> sections, and I do only eat one thing at a time. Re- yeah. Rebecca, Rebecca's eating habits resemble, like, the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very methodical. Yeah, because my, uh, my sister always tries to make, like, separations in between her foods so they don't touch each other. What if your cranberry stuffing touches a savory? Do you have, like, some sweet and savory on your plate at the same time? I'm not a big fan of cranberry sauce. Oh, okay. Wait, um, do you do sauce or actual cranberry relish? Well, this year we're actually doing cranberry relish. Okay, that's Before, a huge difference. It's yes. a totally different food. So this is the first year for that. Before, okay, my um, sister has loved the cr- canned oh, gosh. cranberry sauce. Sick. So, yeah, no. I, I wasn't a big fan of that. But I, yeah, I try you to You still see the ridges of the can yes. on it. It's just sitting <laughs> on a plate. Yeah, it, it's gosh, yeah. not that appetizing to me. No. But, yeah, so... I usually put all of, I prefer the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and the, okay. so the you do a savory plate a savory plate yeah. pretty much and then after that it's I have some desserts and stuff later. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here. I gotta answer our door really quick. So we're back here though, and we're gonna move into talking about workouts. So we got past Rebecca's weird plate situation, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about workouts around Thanksgiving before we get into the what happens after Thanksgiving and the rest of the holidays. So. With your workouts, typically Thursday is a workout day for us. Are you going to yeah. work out on Thursday? No. No. Are you going to work out on Wednesday? Probably. Probably. And then what about Friday? I'm going to work out either Wednesday or Friday. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, haven't so decided one, okay, which one yet. It. Yeah. So do you normally try to – like I used to do turkey trots, so I would get a run in, right. in the morning. Now I just – sit and watch the parade and not run it's more fun to just sit at home so yes. do you worry too much about the your 
your whole fitness that week? Do you just go ahead and assume that's going to be more of like almost like a deload week where you kind of cut back a little bit? It depends on where I am in my cycle of workouts and what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, this Thanksgiving week coming up is going to be absolutely crazy for me with basketball games and trying to fit every my whole life together yeah. in one week. Um, so looking at my schedule, I think I'm going to be able to fit in my four traditional lifting days. Okay. They're not going to be on the same day that they usually are. Yeah. I'm going to have to work out on a Saturday. and So I'm going to take my rest days on different days than I usually okay. would. Um, but a lot of times on my rest days, I try to do some active recovery and not just sit around. around yeah. But I probably won't be doing much active yes. recovery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's the thing that I always think about is that this week of Thanksgiving and like the week of Christmas happen once a year. There's right. 52 weeks in a year. If I need to take two weeks where my fitness is not going to necessarily plummet, but I'm not going to make super huge strides in what I'm working on when it comes to strength or hypertrophy or something, I'm totally fine with that. Right. So I'm more and more now, over the 10 years that I've been doing this, I've gotten much more flexible when it comes to the entire week. So right. I get in workouts when I can. There's obviously family things that are going on. So like my family does Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. And then with my wife's family, they do Thanksgiving the day after. So I actually have two Thanksgivings, oh. which is good that I'm trying to gain some weight this year. <laughs> so... Thursday and Friday are probably pretty much out for me. So mm-hmm. I'll just structure my other stuff around there. And right. you know, if I need to miss a workout or combine two, I'll, I'll do that and not get super stressed out about it. Because right. I think it's the same way that people try to to make up recipes to make Thanksgiving super healthy and eat hardly anything and, and not really enjoy the meal that much. I think mm-hmm. people try to do the same thing with exercising where they end up sacrificing family time and stress out, which stress right. is just as bad, bad. as unhealthy as right. overeating, and they get stressed out about trying to get their workouts in. Mm-hmm. So, with your clients, do you typically just you understand they probably won't get a lot of working out in that right. week? Right. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not, I'm off work. I'm not here so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're gonna work out without you, Rebecca. Yeah, I, I, I kind of doubt that. But I I also don't want. I mean, not that I don't want them to, but I don't yeah. expect them to yes. because they have, you know, family in from out of town, people they don't see very often. Yeah. And if they can come in and get, you know, be active in some way, form yeah. or another, they don't have to come in here and do their traditional workout yeah. as long as this week doesn't turn into three or four. Yeah. I think that's the, the main thing because this isn't like the anti-fitness podcast today. Yeah. It's we're talking about a day or a couple of days. Right. And the week after Thanksgiving, there's still four weeks till Christmas. Yes. So those four weeks, a month, you can get a lot done fitness-wise in a month before Christmas comes, and then you may need to cut back for a week. I think the important thing is understand that you need to to do things differently that week when it comes to your diet. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that that weekend, think of Thanksgiving and a couple days after, that... uh, you just keep your diet on track the best you can on the days around Thanksgiving. Understand mm-hmm. that the day of Thanksgiving is going to be a little crazy. Understand that the few days around Thanksgiving, you might not be able to get the workouts in that you normally do, but on the days before and then the week after Thanksgiving, you should be doing your normal stuff. Right. And that will mitigate any of these these huge, you know, plummets that people think that they're going to have right. in their fitness. I mean, even taking a full deload week of like putting all your weights at 60% right. or only doing like two full body workouts and getting a little bit of cardio in, 
you're not going to lose that much fitness in taking that much time off. Right. And depending on how strenuously you're working out, your body may need that. That's true. And you can come back even better the week after. Because I know I am horrible at taking deload weeks and rest weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I readily admit that. But I have seen that when I make myself do them, it's not like I lose anything. Sometimes I come back even better and I feel better because my body did have that time to take that rest and recover. And also, the six we have these six weeks now of Thanksgiving leading into Christmas. Typically, people make these big New Year's resolution goals about fitness. Yes. And so it's almost a, a way of saying, let me relax between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. So let's talk about those days leading up to Christmas, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Do you typically ramp up your clients' workouts at all, or do you keep them about the same, or you try to do some extra, like, we, I like doing, like, holiday-themed workouts. We do yes. 12 days of Christmas yes. workouts. Um, typically, around December, I'll do maybe some more circuit training with my clients, because mm-hmm. I know that um, they need to burn a lot of calories in a short amount of time. Do you change right. up your programming at all when it comes to your clients? I, it depends on the client. Some okay. of my clients, their goals are not weight loss oriented yeah, at all. Okay. Um, they're, some of them are more mobility movement related. Some are more just physic, uh, strength yeah. based. So okay. for those clients, no, I don't really change a whole lot up. Okay. I, the majority of my clients are revolving around trying to be healthier and okay. drop a few pounds. And yeah, I will, I will ramp it up to a certain extent. Okay. Um, I don't try to like, we're not trying to create a caloric <laughs> deficit so that they'll be okay come Christmas time. Yeah. Because um, we understand that people typically don't lose weight in these six weeks. No. If we're looking at clients trying to lose a pound a week or half a pound a week, which is typically what we're looking for, we we really give you all a lot of leeway when it comes to, to, yes. to Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving through Christmas. If I can get my client to stay, uh, like if they can gain either no weight or maybe one to two pounds over a six-week period, that's not that bad considering right. we can undo that in two to four weeks mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. So. I usually tell my clients or encourage them in the fact that if your goal is weight loss, you know, look at last year over okay. the holidays. Did you lose weight, gain weight, or stay the same? Most of the time they gained weight. Okay. So if this year your goal is to stay the same, yeah. then you're improving over last okay. year. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people, when they are trying to lose weight and you get to these four weeks, they're like, well, staying the same, that's not any improvement. Yeah. Well, it depends on how you frame it. Okay. Um, so I do try to frame that maintaining your weight over this period as a positive thing because it it is for the general population. Especially if you think about the fact that we looked up Christmas Day. There's a study. This is a British study, so they might do things a little bigger than we do over there because they said that the average person takes in 7,000 calories on Christmas Day. Uh, Because typically you do a couple, a lot of people do multiple meals on Christmas. You see multiple families. So if we're looking at 7,000 calories on Christmas Day, and you have also the calories around New Year's and then the parties and stuff that go around that, if you're able to maintain your weight, that means that you're actually doing a really good job on your diet Mm -hmm. and probably killing it in the gym if you're able to balance out those calories. So yeah, I think that's a really good goal if you're able to maintain your weight Mm -hmm. because... If this were not a holiday season, you probably would have lost like five pounds. So, and yes. then, but then keep up. So then, if that keeps you that motivated, and you reach the end of the year and you maintained your weight, if you can keep that momentum going, mm-hmm. you see yourself in January lose, you know, five pounds over the course of a month or something like that. If you're keeping up that kind of right. calorie burn, yeah. So, 
so leading into Christmas now. Yes. You typically take some time off over Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Time off work and then time off working out too. Do you take a week off? I don't always take a full week off. Okay. But I don't. I don't do my regular workout. Okay. Regimen that week. Um, Christmas for me is my favorite holiday, yeah. and it's a, a big deal in my family. Um, so we. Have, <laughs> I I'm very. Uh, I'm a stickler for tradition, so I make sure everything happens the same every year, and we yeah. have a lot of things going on. So I don't have, I take time off work, I'm at home a lot, we have family come in, we spend a lot of time with family. So I get workouts in, but they're not, they're not as long, they're okay. not as intense. Um, I try to be moving, but sometimes my workouts are you know, going outside and if there's snow on the ground, sledding with the family. Yeah. Or if, you know, I have different people around, we go out and we play a game of basketball. Being um, more active in so, general. Yeah, then. active in general. Some I'll make it into the gym a couple times that week, but it's not that big of a issue for me. Okay. So then with your fitness goals, do you typically pick those back up then January 1st? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, depends on the year. I... I'm very goal-oriented, so for the course of the year, I usually have some sort of fitness goals that I'm okay. working on meeting, um, and then, so January 1st is a good time to reset those goals and yeah. move on to the next. I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions yeah, in so the say, traditional sense. Yeah, because I, I want to have a New Year's resolution episode yeah. so we can share yes, that we and can have, have you on, yeah, you, you have, on yeah, because you have a... Uh, a, a very interesting take on that. Being a health coach who helps who helps people set goals. Yeah. So, um, but I am definitely very goal oriented, and my my goals tend to run on somewhat of a yearly basis. Okay. So, cool. So, do you have any other parting advice for everybody as we get ready to enjoy this upcoming week of Thanksgiving? Um, probably the biggest thing is just be aware of the size of your plate. Okay. <laughs> this uh, sounds I'll, like you're speaking of personal experience. I am actually. Okay. I, it's a, probably the most memorable Thanksgiving ever. Is my we were, dad, um, my mom gave him a meat platter as a plate. Oh shoot! We ran out of regular sized plates. Game and over. The <laughs> meat platter <laughs> looked the same as a regular plate. It was just bigger, so it was still round and it okay. still had the same design on it that every other plate oh, did and he did not realize that it was a meat platter so he filled his plate like he fills every other plate and yeah. he was eating it and he could not finish his plate really oh wow. and i have never seen my dad not be able to put food in his mouth Jeez. because he can eat a lot of food and he would look <laughs> so sick <laughs> he probably just felt dejected like he'd let the entire family down and my mom <laughs> told him after the meal that it was a meat platter but I think, yeah, as funny as that is, it goes back to realizing that, you know, if you have a smaller plate, a lot of times people will eat smaller portions and be satisfied with that because they don't, you eat based off of what you see or what you think you should be eating okay. rather than how you're feeling. Yeah. So not that you have to manage your portions and count everything out and weigh everything out but if you take a smaller plate and fill that up and eat it and then you're still hungry you can still go yeah. back but it's not like you have to get this massive plate and fill it to the brim yeah. and try to eat it all and then realize that oh my gosh a half hour later I am stuffed Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's, it's, I mean we talk a lot about listening to your body and I think yeah. that's, that's what I try to tell my clients is that you don't need to tie tradition with food if you yes. always eat this and you always eat a ton you always feel this stuffed after it 
you don't have to. We talked about enjoying the food and enjoying your family and stuff like that. So it's enjoy the experience of it. And if you do overeat, it's totally fine. You don't need to, you know, eat nothing the day before and nothing the day after. Right. But just listen to your body the day of. And we said before, you know, you don't have to get a workout in. But if you and your family want to go for a walk after a meal, right. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Or if you want, you know, your family want to go do a turkey trot in the morning, that's good too. Right. So it's, you know, don't... Don't not do things. Exactly. Also, don't do things. <laughs> the very vague statement of the, of the whole thing. But yeah, it's it's enjoy the experience and make it more than just about the food. Right. And don't worry about so much about the workouts. And then get back on track when it comes to after it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the same things leading up towards Christmas is right. enjoy the day. Uh, know that your plan is going to be different around it. Your workout plan and your food plans can be different on those days around it. And mm-hmm. don't let it stress you out because no. stress is, yeah. is not good for your body at all either. No. And you should not let your diet or your exercise habits stress you out. Right. Because then it takes away from the enjoyment of the holidays anyway and the time is supposed to be spent with your family yeah. and your friends and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, it's not a loss of control. It's a choice to allow yourself to have these things. Perfect. That's yes. a good way. Yep, we're stopping there. You can't get better than that. Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> You're welcome. While we're in the spirit of giving thanks, I want to thank the awesome guys and ladies using the Straight Shot training program that we launched way back in July. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your coach and you all constantly inspire me with the progress that you continue to make on the program. If you'd like to learn more about the Straight Shot training program and everything that you get with a monthly subscription, visit our website at straightshottraining.com. If you'd like to connect with us on social media, you can do so using the handle at straightshottraining. Also, Thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen today, and thank you so much for being a listener over the past 21 episodes of Straight Shot Radio. So enjoy your Thanksgiving, and have a great week, everybody. (laughs) 